Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Talk is about to begin. Hey, 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 come on in. Welcome back to your Friday Buckeye Talk from Cliva.com. Doug Marie, Nathan Barry, Stephen Beans. We're talking about titles. We have a survey, and I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised, and this is kind of a feelings podcast, but it's also sort of a lay of the land in college football podcast. It's a little bit uh, you know, towards our, our joy initiative, as we sort of discuss based on a really smart texter question, how Ohio State fans do, should, could think about national titles. And this is what spurred us from the 614. How should Buckeye fans manage national championship expectations? The last time Ohio State won a championship was 2014. And while I realize how difficult it is to win one, and you can't expect to win one every year or Um, even every other year, even though Bama and Georgia do, it's disappointing to think with all the talent and good years we've had since 2014 that we haven't won another one. So how should we think about this is the question at hand. And Nathan, I will say one of the, the answers that I gave in a lot of this, the multiple survey questions I asked was, I just don't think about national titles. Like, that's just not how I view my Ohio State football fandom. So I I will say, Nathan, to start it off, the question I said, what most closely matches your view on Ohio State national titles? And it basically is like, I I think they should win them, but I try not to be too disappointed when they are. I want them to win them, and I am disappointed every time they don't. I want them to be good, but I understand national titles are really difficult, or... I think very little about national titles. I think about wins, Big Ten titles, and beating Michigan. That's where I want to start, Nathan. Nathan, that question, I don't really think about national titles. What percent of the vote do you think you got that got from the tech subscriber survey? The one I think very little about national titles? I like, And all the other stuff is shades of gray, but the idea of like, listen, I, I know what you're asking. That's just kind of not how I do it. Of course I want them to, but I just, it's not really what I think about. What percent did that get? 9%. 9, you say 9? Nine? 9. Steven, what percent do you think it got? 
I'm going to say like 15. I would have guessed that that would get something like 20%. And I'm not sure if we're having a conversation now about the Ohio State fan base or we're having a conversation about our tech subscribers. Because I do think our tech subscribers, well, I don't know, based on age, comfort with texts, whether you like this stinking podcast or not, we, you know, we're not we're not entirely representative. But I still would have guessed with knowing our people, about 20%. It's just not how I think of it. Two. Two mm-hmm. percent. And I'm surprised by that, Nathan. And let me go to the next one. And before we get into the specifics of the shades, Ohio State's won eight national titles. They've won eight in the last 81 years. They've won two in the last 52 years. They've also won two in the last 21 years. How often should Ohio State win a national title now and in the future? And it's like one every five, one every 10, one every 15, one every 20, one every 25. Or I do not count, track, or expect national titles. It's not how I follow the Buckeyes. That got four. So, Nathan, our people are all in on the quest for national titles. It is a foundational, fundamental part of their Ohio State fandom. Yes, they like tailgating on Saturdays at the game. Yes, they like having their friends over to watch the game. Yes, they like listening to podcasts year-round about it. But they, 98%, 96%. The quest for a national title is very much part of their fandom. What do you make of it? Well, I think it should be part of their fandom. This is part of the Ohio State football identity is that in the modern game of college football, they are the one northern program, certainly the one Big Ten program that has demonstrated that it can win a national championship. They, you know, to 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 win a national championship. Um, you know, the last eight and 17 of the last 18 were Confederate states. I don't mean that politically or really even socially. I just mean that geographically. It's it's Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, little Texas thrown in there, little Louisiana. Uh, the one interruption to those 18 years um, um, was Ohio State. And then before those 18 years started, you had a, a mini dynasty in California, which is out of the Southwest and a, a different thing as well. So Ohio's, you know, it's not just to be an Ohio State fan is not just that you're the best team in the Big Ten, uh, the best program in the Big Ten, usually for extended periods of time with occasional dalliances with like Michigan stepping up as they had the last couple of years. A lot of unquestioned runs of that, but it's that you you exceed that, like you push beyond that and you are the one program that realistically, based on the results of the last two decades, can say that you are a annual national championship contender. And that, that's part of the identity. I don't think, and I think getting into how often you expect it to happen is a different conversation, but to say that you expect it at all, uh, it, it, I don't think is, uh, if, if you don't expect it at all, then you are kind of accepting the, the reality of so many of the other teams in the Big Ten that you're supposed to be above. Steven, I worry that this is our fault. And in the joy pursuit that I believe people should should get out of their college football fandom, you should like it. We talk a lot about does it beat Bama? We started a college football playoff show in our company. We 
very much, I think, progressed past the discussion of are they better than Michigan? It's like, well, yeah, they're better than Michigan. Like, what next? Are they better than Clemson? Are they better than Alabama? We do this here. And we do it because it's interesting. Because so much of the other stuff was sort of a given. But I think the way we talk about it and the way fans think about it can be a different thing, should be a different thing. That maybe we take for granted, like, ah, of course I could win 10 games. I mean, what's the interesting part of that? But I don't want fans to be like, well, yeah, of course I could win 10 games. And, like, not get the joy out of those 10 and then be disappointed if they don't win at all. What have we done? What have we wrought here, Stephen? Have we helped lead people down a path where national titles are front and center, which really – is just a way for seasons to end in heartache. Yes, we have. I'm Sorry. Not, okay. It's, I thought I'm, so too. Um, Thanks I mean, for confirming it. <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of people who are at to blame. If we were, if this was in court, there's a couple of people who would be guilty. I think what we do is uphold the standard. We didn't create it. They did. The team did. They said the goals every year are beat Michigan, win the Big Ten, win the national championship. We didn't tell them that that had to be the goal, that had to be the standard. They did that. Just like with quarterback, the standard is now you need to be a Heisman Trophy trophy type of finalist. You need to be a first-round draft pick. They, Ryan Day said that. We didn't say that, you know? So they said it. So now we're holding them accountable to make sure that they do it. And because we hold them accountable to make sure they do it, it creates conversations of, that's good, but does it beat Bama? Does it beat Georgia? Because they said they wanted to be an A, so we have to come and grade them every week and make sure that they're actually getting A's. And when we do it, and then fans listen to us, and then they read our stuff, and they watch us, or anybody else on the beat, they now get that mindset of, well, this is what we're supposed to do. And then somehow we come back around the other way and we go, Dude, you won 11 games. You should be proud of that. It's like, no, you told us that they said that 11 games isn't good enough. So why would we think it's good enough? They just take it to a whole nother level because they get through because they're fans. So it's everybody's fault, but we're here now where it's, if you don't do those three things, I don't want to say it's failure, but it's not 100% success. So I guess the question is, has Ohio State really done that? They have two national titles Mm -hmm. in the last half century. That is most of the life of the fandom of most of the people listening to this. And by the one where the one, the 1970 lost the bowl game. It's not really a real one. They claim it. So that's two Nathan in 52 years. And I don't know that it is actually the standard. Is it? Is it a national title standard at Ohio State to the point that if they don't win the national title, you're at least kind of disappointed? Like that's that's sort of the point that does not winning it leave any kind of negative vapor trail on a season – for a program with two in half a century, because that then means that's 48 negative vapor trails and two ultimate successes. 
So when we say, well, they did it to themselves, did they? Is this actually what their modern football history is? Is this really yes. what their post Woody? And, and it's not because we're going to splice some hairs here about the pursuit of national titles and then the actual achievement of national titles. This is a national title program. This is a be disappointed if they don't win the national title program. Well, hold on. Given what it's looked like two in 52 years. I have several things to say about all of that. Uh, number one, the two, in, the two in 21 years that they've actually won, I think, are more constructive than the 29 that they didn't win in the 50 years, the first part of that 50 years, right? We're talking about modern. We're talking about what their identity is right now. And the fact that they didn't win one in 1975 or whatever doesn't mean as much to me than the fact that since uh, Jim Trestle got here, they not only won one and won one with Urban Meyer, but they've been in a national championship game on what three other occasions beyond that. So you're like every four years you're playing for the national championship. Uh, that's a pretty good ratio. It's an amazing ratio when you compare it to all the other programs in the North. And as I said before, so that's one thing. And the other thing is, I think there's a difference between an individual season that doesn't culminate in a national championship and how you feel about that and an ongoing stretch of time. Because again, when you compare this to most other programs, most of their peer programs in the Big Ten, those two things are are the same. Iowa doesn't win a national championship one year and hasn't won one since uh, maybe they won one with Kinnick or whatever. But like they did, they don't win national championships. They don't really even compete for national championships. The one time that they were sort of in the mix, they're going late into the season. People are going to be talking about that until we have like until we're playing college football games on the moon or whatever. Like, that's just not what Iowa does. It's the same. But for Ohio State, you don't win one in 2021. That, uh, and don't even get to the playoff in 2021. There is a disappointment that is in there, that you were not in the final mix in a, in a conversation that you expect to be able to compete in. But I don't feel like that necessarily uh, capsizes a whole season. I think it diminishes what that season could be in, in the fans' eyes. It's more about... Are you doing enough year in and year out to take advantage at some point in a long stretch of time? Because as we'll talk about, there are some things that are out of your control in the pursuit of a national championship, especially for programs like Ohio State and the others in the North. I guess a, a, another way you can look at it, since you brought the Iowa, did you maximize your season? And for Iowa, that 21 season is like a maximize year. I don't know if it gets any better than that, but that's, they're not going to, for Ohio State, maximizing your season on a year to year basis probably is winning a national title or at least putting yourself in a position to do so. And more often than not, the last couple of years, they haven't maximized their chance to win a national title. In 21, you lost to Michigan. And this past year, even if you got in the playoff, I don't think this is maximizing your chance to win a national title when if you just beat Michigan, you have to wait another round before you beat. You have to play Georgia. The conversation between did you win the national title and did you put yourself in position? Did you compete? Were you in the mix? I think is is a gulf as wide as the Grand Canyon because one is exactly what I believe. And the other one to me is like, well, that's, that's a tough place to live, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the thing right. of like, that really to me is what the conversation is. And I do think Nathan, when you say there is a difference between have you won a national title over a period of time and like that general, like, Hey, I feel like we kind of maybe should have won one in here versus, Oh, I can't believe this was it. 
What do you think when you say that the difference between maybe being disappointed in a single year versus being disappointed with the period of time, what hurts more? Is it when you step back and realize, man, Ohio State hasn't won one since 14? Or is it more when like, oh my gosh, that was the year when it should have all come together? What When you say it's different, like what's worse for fans? The big picture or the little picture? Uh, the, the big picture is worse, I think. Because um, I'll speak from this as someone who grew up um, following the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears win the Super Bowl in 1985. I had this amazing defense, great team. But that's the one that they've won in an era where they had a lot of talent and did not do as much as they could have with that talent. They kind of famously like kept shooting themselves in the foot and coming up short of that. Maybe another example, a more modern example, would be what the Chicago Cubs just did a few years ago. Like amazing, they won a national champ, they won the World Series in 2016, but they've been kind of nothing since then. And that what could have been a small dynasty really petered out into nothing. And I think the the most instructive example for Ohio State fans would be the Urban Meyer era. Because when I got here in 2019, there were those conversations already going on. I think Ari was having a lot of them, maybe some of them with himself, but a lot of them with his his listeners and readers saying, well, was that, did, did Ohio State underperform? As much as winning a national championship in 2014, getting to the playoff in 2016, and, and having another undefeated season before that, like, all the success, all of the time, you know, never losing to Michigan, all the things that you would say that are a success. But when it got to seven years and out of all that success, you only got one national championship. I'm not saying yes or no what the answer is, but that's where you can introduce a conversation like, well, did did they miss one? Did, is something missing? And is the national another national championship thing that's missing from that conversation? So I think that it's it's the long term thing, because I think fans can realistically look at let's say 2020 Ohio State, for example, you get to the national championship game. I don't know that a lot of Ohio State fans, especially in the context of things that happened there, think Ohio State should have won the 2020 national championship. I think, though, that it goes into a box of now this extended time since 2014 that they've been within reach of it and just haven't been able to snag it. And at some point, that starts to feel not like you've achieved something by always being there, but that you have failed to achieve something by never grabbing it again. I think I might just use that exact same logic to say it's the other way around because the little pictures explain the big picture. It's like, why didn't you do this? Well, this small thing happened this year. This small thing happened. It's almost like these kind of, they're like little details that are constant reminders about why you haven't done something. Well, but yeah, but I mean, so then, but then it's like, well, this, but 2020, I don't think is the miss out of all those years that fans would be frustrated by. I think they would be more frustrated by 2015 or some of these other years where you don't even make the playoff. Like you didn't even put yourself in the, in the, you did not 2020 Ohio state arguably maximized its season by losing to Alabama. Probably could have lost like by less and would have maximized it more, but I don't think they were going to beat that team. I think they maximized what that could be in 2020, but so many other years in that, in that run, you could say, they didn't maximize, as you were saying before, you didn't really maximize the potential of what that collection of talent could have been. And that's why it's like, you're right. I think they didn't maximize themselves in 2020, but when you add that to, you know, what happened in 2019, whether that was in your control or not, 2018 losing to Purdue, 2017 losing to Iowa, 2016, just not being good enough and probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. 2015, it just starts to like, when you start stacking them on top of each other, that's when the little things all of a sudden aren't little things. 
So this is one of my favorite conversations. My wife and I had another version of this the other day. The Dairy Queen that we go to in our town, there's a house right next to it. And when you go through the drive-thru at Dairy Queen, like you wait, if you're three cars back from the window where you get your blizzard, you're looking at someone's back porch. And my wife said, oh, like that house that shares a driveway with Dairy Queen. And I said, do you mean that house that shares the driveway with Dairy Queen? Or do you mean that house that shares a driveway with Dairy Queen? Like, what are we talking about here? In the last 21 years, in the last 21 years, Ohio State's win, won two titles and lost in three of their national title games. In the last 21 years, Ohio State's won two titles and made lost in three other national championship games. Nathan, A, uh-huh. B, uh-huh. that's a hard thing to ask in a survey. Well, what is the right expression on that sentence for an Ohio State fan if they said that sentence? Well, in in from my perspective, it's much closer to the second one. It's much closer to the to the um, optimistic side of that uh, because again, compare yourself to your peer institutions in the Big Ten who have a combined zero appearances in national championship games over those twenty one years, and then going back to whenever the last time I guess Penn State made one or Michigan made one, um, if they even actually played in a physical national championship game in those years or a de facto one, um, like that, it's just not something anybody else in the Big Ten does. The only, I think, is the only Northern team that has done it in that stretch, Oregon, when Ohio State beat them? Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, right. Notre so Dame. They, so yeah. they in 12, right? Right. And so you would yeah. argue, so yeah. I guess then the argument yeah. becomes there are two teams, there are two programs in the North that demonstrably over decades now maybe transcend just being North. And that's Ohio State and Notre Dame, that maybe they should be judging themselves by a different standard. But I think even if you do that, even if you do that, like the number of programs in the past 21 years that have five national championship game appearances where you had to achieve something to be in a one versus two game or 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 top four final two make the championship game um, to have won two and met and played in three others like I don't know. How many programs have even done that? Um, not even, not just limiting it to the North. Like it's, it's, it's still an impressive run. You can quibble about whether there should be one more in there or something. Um, and I, I, that's what we do. And I think it's fair, but it's, it's still impressive nonetheless. I think the optimistic way to look at it is when you say Ohio State has played in five national championships. Cause we do it with LeBron, right? And how many times he's been to the finals. It's like Ohio State's played in five national championship games in the since 2000. That's pretty impressive. Ohio State is two and three in the national championship game. You are under 500 in national championship games. If at any other point, if we said Ohio State through five weeks of the season was two and three, we'd all be panicking. Okay. okay. No, but that's okay. that's, that's, a, that's a terrible. That's a negative. That that's the oh, negative. I'm saying that's the uh, that that's the pessimistic way to look at it. Is like, yeah, you're getting there, but you're not really winning them. So uh, okay. Well, if I if I win uh, the lottery two out of every five times I buy a ticket, I'm not going to be on this podcast much longer. First of all, why do you have to win it twice? 
That's, I'm, that's, point. that's, that's my point. Time. You're answering. I'm not you're arguing against here. yourself. You're arguing no, against not, yourself. But that's not that's not the same concept. That's not that's not the same concept here when we're talking about sports, where you hear you have coaches saying things like, "In sports, there's winning, and then there's misery." You know, it's that's it's, that's not that's apples to oranges in the comparison there. Yeah, but we're not. We are. We don't have a bunch of coaches in our audience. We have fans. I don't want fans to live that way. I don't want fans to live in a world of like you either win it all or you're miserable. That's no way to go through life. But I think I think this that's you're gonna be one or the other. I don't know if there's any fans in the middle of this conversation. So I don't know what the right way to look at it is. You're either the fan that's looking at it as like we keep getting there but we're not winning it more often, or you're gonna look at it as like we've made in five we've played in five national championships in, in the past twenty five years. But that's I think impressive. I want to get farther into those numbers if you have them, Doug, because to say like 2% saying that they don't care about the national championship at all um, is one thing. But I think you can be a fan who wants your team to take advantage of a national championship opportunity that it knows will come along more often than for most other programs without expecting them to do what Alabama and Clemson and Georgia have done. So we will get into those survey answers, but I want to get to the crux of what I think is the the overall question first. And we'll do that next on Buckeye Talk. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I think this is the question, and, and I'm trying to phrase it the right way, and because I don't exactly mean nice national title or bust, but I think I do mean like is is a national title the standard of success? Is Ohio State a football program where a national title is the standard of success at a place with two national titles in the last half century? And I think I didn't ask that survey question. And I think more than half the people would say yes. And I'm not sure that's right. And I'm not sure it's lowering your standard to think that way. Because if we were to say, and then, you know, we're, we, this is not an Alabama or a Georgia or a Clemson or a Texas or a USC podcast, how many places? Would it be where that is the case in college football? What's the standard for a truly successful season? It's a national title. What do you mean? What kind of question is that? How many places would that be true? And over blank period of time. And we it is a difference, Nathan, between, well, because again, you know, too, it's just an eruption of joy because it's been three plus decades that Ohio State's been trying to do this. And they've been wading through the Cooper years and all the the talent and the Michigan disappointments and you wade through kind of the end of Woody 
and and like the Archie years where they're so good and they're losing these Rose Bowls and like man they're national title teams that don't have national titles and then you're getting through nine and through Earl like there's a, there's a lot of ways in which Ohio State fans were not at the national title standard and then Tress boom eruption and then it's like okay now it's changed so whether you look at it as like two and two decades or two and five decades is a different thing but I think. And I don't know if this sounds like it's contrary to basically everything I've said or written covering Ohio State for the past 20 years. I think they really aren't that. Michigan's not. Michigan's not. Nobody thinks Michigan's that. And it's partly it's because Bo didn't win any. But what do you want a bunch? So I don't think anybody thinks Michigan is a national's title is the standard of success program. But I think maybe more Ohio State fans think that. And I think it might be wrong. I think it might be maybe nobody in the North should have that. And maybe the only place that has that is Bama and the new Georgia. And I just don't know if anybody else should live in that world, Nathan. Do you think the standard of success at Ohio State is a national title? Do you think that two-part question, is that what it is? for the majority of Ohio State fans right now? And is it what it should be for the majority of Ohio State fans right now? Well, again, I I, I just, I don't, I think there's some flaw in the, the the way it's being presented here a little bit because I go again to the short-term versus long-term thing. Like to, to, to say that you think the standard at Ohio State is that if you don't win a national championship one year, any, any single year, 2019, like arguably like, the best collection of talent that they've had on both sides of the ball in the Ryan day era, maybe long before that, maybe better than 20. Well, maybe not 2014, 15, but like pretty dang high. Like to say that that's a failed season because they didn't win a national championship, I think is wrong any single season. But to say that if it's been a decade and Ohio state hasn't won a national championship and you feel like that's, then, then, then now you're starting to get antsy about that. I think that's fair. I, I think that that's where Ohio State has put itself. I, I think it's unfair to expect a dynasty um, just because of any number of, of realities. Um, and I think that it's unfair, like I said before, to expect that any given year, no matter how much talent you have, everything is going to go exactly correct and you're going to win a national championship. But the standard here is not two in 50 years. It's I, I think that's the wrong way. It, it's there's nothing. The, the college football doesn't resemble the Earl Bruce era really at all anymore. Like what Archie Griffin was playing in is not what college football is now. And Ohio state is not what it was then. Ohio state has in this, in this way of defining champions in this way of, of having to get in tournament situations or BCS situations and winning it. Ohio state's shown it can do that or get in the championship game. And I think it's reasonable to expect twice a decade, you play for a national championship and you win one of them. I don't think that's an outlandish expectation. I agree. I think one over under one and a half per decade is a fair place to live for Ohio State going forward. I think a team who is in the position Ohio State is in probably, you you probably can wrap your head around the fact that a team that's there this often should probably win it more often, but one and a half championships per decade. I don't think that's a, unfair expectation i i think the better way the, the, the healthier way to define expectations if you're a fan is is your team doing everything 
it can control to win a national championship. That's the healthiest way to look at it as an Ohio State fan. What's the answer to that question in your time on the Ohio State beat? Yes or no? It's uh, some of both. <laughs> like, I mean, I it, the answer. like, well, like, here's, I'll, I'll break it down for you, Douglas. Um, recruiting. The past four years, they haven't finished lower than fifth in recruiting in the 247 rankings through, through 2023. And the year before that, when they were 14th in 2019, they had the third highest overall star rating behind Alabama and Georgia. But there are key positions that they haven't recruited well enough. Development. Are you producing enough NFL talent? Well, at some positions, they're producing an amazing amount of NFL talent. First round NFL talent, quarterbacks, receivers, great. Uh, two defensive players in the draft the last two years, no secondary uh, defensive backs in on day one or two since 2020. Those are problems, and they've led to why this team hasn't maximized. So I think if you're a fan, it's not necessarily disappointment that you haven't won a national championship. I think there could be disappointment that maybe you're not doing all the things you're, you're you're not completing the mission in small ways that are then have now contributed to why it's been since 2014 that you've been able to get on that stage again. So the answer is no. Uh, like your answer is def- your answer. Steven, what's your answer? Is yours definitively no? Yeah. To whatever the question was. I can't remember exactly. The, 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 quest, the, the question, the question, the, the question no, 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 was, yes. The question was yes or no, is Ohio State doing everything it can to maximize this chance to win the national title? I would say I would say a soft no. What would you say, Stephen? <laughs> for on the scale this of no. This is too it. much angst for June. This isn't <laughs> it fun is. anymore. Why um, are we doing this to our so, listeners? Turn Nathan, us off and yeah. live your life. Nathan, Go can on you... a picnic. What's the point? <laughs> Can you put oh my a God? Oh, can you put? Can, you, can I uh, mute him? No, one, I can't. I can't mute him. No, <laughs> no. I'm gonna say, can you on a scale of one to ten? Can you put a number on your no so uh, I can put a number on mine? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Why am I the standard? You put a number on it because you went first. That's why <laughs> I didn't. You're the one who wants a number. Put your own number on because you because you okay, said okay, soft, so and I don't. I don't want to say. 10, I don't. Ten is they're maximizing it. They're doing all they can do. Given who they are, oh, no, where no. they are, what they okay. are, Six. ten Six. is they're maximizing. One yeah. is uh, there's a lot. They're leaving a lot on the table. Oh, and so I'm not, I would even say no, I, I would you even have say to be under five. You've got to be under five if you're a no. Don't you? Yeah, think? I was gonna say four. No, no, if ten, I'm a no. Okay. Oh, well, no, I'll I say would, four I would, and a half. I, I, but I think no, because if ten is maximizing and winning, then I think you can be less than that. I'll say five then. So they're five. Yeah, four and a half. Really? Really? They've been in the final four three of the past four years. And you guys are four and a half and five. Well, no, I wanted to be a higher number. You told me I couldn't be. (laughs) Yeah. But why isn't it? Like, I think. Here's why. Here's why I'm aware of it. I don't. It feels like the reason they haven't. Is more about things they haven't done than circumstance, right? Like Alabama was just a better football team than you. What even if you didn't have COVID involved, they were better than you that year. But the last two years, 18, 17, 15, if we're just going to take the playoff era as a whole, it's been more often or not something Ohio State wasn't doing that kept them from maximizing their situation. So that's why I'm at a no. 
the really? four years of the Ryan Day era. I think oh, the they Day lost era. The better. Well, I mean, if we're getting specific, right? So, okay. and it's not only a Day era conversation, but nineteen LSU is going to be better than them. Twenty, even if they beat Clemson, LSU is going to be better. Twenty, Bama is better. Twenty-one, I think Michigan's better. And twenty-two, they lose to Michigan, who's not better. They get in anyway. They lose to Georgia, well, okay, but, who's a two-time national champ. But why? So hold on. Like, why? But why is Michigan better? Why is Georgia better? Like those are recruiting. As Nathan, but excellent. as but as Nathan mentioned, it's recruiting falls. But I guess so. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm I'm just an old guy with kids softening in my old age. I think it is a very difficult world to sort of operate with the assumption that they should be 10 out of 10 in everything. Like, are they 10 out of 10 in everything? No. But who's ever 10 out of 10 in everything? So receiver, recruiting and development, awesome. Quarterback, recruiting and development, awesome. Offensive line, well, you know, Paris Johnson was pretty good. Is it across the board? No, not where it should be. Defense, did it take a little dip? But even with that, their strengths, more often than not, like, upheld their weaknesses. The results were, in the end, They've been in the mix. They haven't right. fallen off a cliff since 14. They were, they've been in the mix every single year. They really have been. They have been. And then are they perfect? Are there things that come up short? Tom Herman leaves. They give it to Warner and Beck. That screws them up in 15. They can't make a quarterback decision. Yeah, that's on them, but that's hard. You lose an offensive coordinator you really trust, right? I don't think it's like, what, you know, they're idiots. 16, Deshaun Watson blows their doors off. That's an overachieving team anyway. 17 and 18, you know what? It's hard to win every single regular season game you're supposed to win. And now we're into the day era where they've made the final four, three of the last four. So individually, yeah. We sit at the Iowa game, and I write after the Iowa loss, has Urban Meyer lost his edge? He looks like a shell of a man. What has happened to this program? But guess what? They're still pretty good that year, right? So I don't know. Like it's, I, I, I am much closer, I would say, if we're taking the era of since the last title, have they sort of maximized what they could be? I'm, I think I'm much closer to an eight, even in a world where they haven't won a national title because they've always been around it. And then sometimes you get tripped up. Like sometimes you get tripped up, right? And I don't know. Yeah, they've made mistakes. But it it doesn't feel like consistent, unfixed, egregious lapses in judgment or effort or execution that continually like it's been a little bit here a little bit there this has been bad they hired they thought they had Halfley, then they hired Kerry combs and that didn't go well the stud thing well i got some good guys for a while then it tailed off that that hurt them right i mean we know that but they haven't really stood on the stuff that's not up to the standard they've tried to fix it they have i don't know that there would be a thing of like man here we are in year eight and they still can't do that right i don't i don't know that that we're there Nathan, and in the meantime, they've never fallen off a cliff. They've always been in the mix, and they've run into some really good teams. All right, Nathan, what do you think? Then we'll get well, to you, Stephen. I was the one who said that five and twenty years was that I would say it in the op- with the optimistic inflection that I think that that is. But I also think because now we're talking about two different things. One of those things is you are consistently right there among the contenders and quite often like walking onto the field and having that battle and you win it twice in 21 years. And I think that's a pretty good clip. There, there are some crazy people who there are like those genius level 
people who are ruining the grading curve a little bit on this. Nick Saban, the Sweeney, like um, Dabo, uh, what's going on with Georgia right now? Those kind of ruin the grading curve a little bit. I don't know how much Ohio State can really do about that. But the other question is still the question that ultimately defines success in the sport. If you're going to spend and carry yourself the way that Ohio State does, it's reasonable to expect that you will on occasion come out as the winner of that zero sum uh, equation. And I don't, I think that's, it's still fair to say, have they done enough? Because all those small little things at the same time that other people are going out and winning two, three, five, however many in this, in that same 21 years, now that you've gone a decade without winning one, do you, it's, I don't think it's a fair question. And I think it's fair to say that all these, the, some of these problems, it's it's not just that one year the defensive backs weren't quite good enough. It was now it's been several years. It's not just that um, there were other, you know, you had to, you had to you overhauled the whole coaching staff on defense after 2021 uh, and, and, and replaced your coordinator in the middle of a season. Like there, there were pretty big flaws of teams that had a lot of talent and that adds up over time. Go ahead, Steven. I agree with you in the idea that everything doesn't need to be a 10, but I do think everything should at least be bare minimum a seven. And I don't think that has been the case when you talk about Ohio state, they have had some very fundamental things in years be like fours and threes that do not need to be fours and threes, whether it's not the coaches is like not getting out of there. Okay. Well, let's just stick, stick to the Ryan day era. I won't mention the 15 and 16, 17, 18. Stuff. No, 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 no. You don't have to stick to that. I think it's fair to say since their last title, I think that is okay. a very since fair era to talk cool. about. So 15 on. It's like the coaching, not getting out of its own way. The 17, like the quarterback play, just not being up to par anymore. 18, the defense 19. You're awesome. Kudos to Clemson. You just lost a good game. 20, it is what it is. Alabama's really good. But then these last two years, it's like the defense has been like – the defense is probably a three in 2021. And then maybe a five and a half in 2022 once it started playing good football teams. That's not – I, I don't – that's where I have the, a problem with like – and why I'm so no is that like I don't think you have to be perfect because even Bama's teams have not always been perfect – but I don't think they've have they've had years enough consistent years where there are just things and you're going that's a three when it should be like a seven, at least. So the one thing we have to be careful about Nathan the only program since Ohio State, so we take this 21 year period right from 22 from 2002 on they've won mm-hmm. two in this period the only program with more than two is Bama. So like we we have to be careful Georgia's won two. Before yeah. these last two, Georgia Clemson would kill two, to yeah. be Ohio State. Clemson's won two. Florida won two with Urban and then fell off a cliff when he left. LSU won two. Com- two completely different. There's a mile, there's a a, a, a less miles title in there, and there's a, a Coach O title in there. And I guess actually maybe LSU does have three because they have a shared title with Saban in there mm-hmm. too. Um, so, so they might be a three, but they're like, th- they like, they're like an up and down roller coaster in the midst of it. So like, we just have to be careful if we're having the discussion about like length of period of times, why don't you have more in this period of time? I mean, they have more like the only, the only people who are the only program that's really on a different level than them 
is Bama. And so, like, why aren't you Bama? It's like, I don't know. Like, because Saban's the best college football coach of all time, and it's freaking Alabama. I think the thing with Ohio State, it's the fact that because they've been the, the why don't you have more? It's because like you've had more opportunities than those other people. So why didn't you, you know, take well, advantage of those up? It's like if I get there, seven. It's like Georgia. I'd rather be Ohio State during the playoff era than Georgia, even if Georgia has one more national title than Ohio State does. Just because I mean, Ohio State's been good every single year in the playoff era. Georgia has not been, but in a short window that Georgia has finally been a title contender, especially now. They've been to the playoffs three times, and they've ended up with a national championship in two of those situations, and they've been to the title game every single time. While also, with Ohio State, five playoff listen, appearances. They lose I, – I, the, the two and three, I think like that – I think it's a losing argument. They win like a, a crazy double overtime game against Oklahoma, and if no Ruggles makes a field goal, like how different is this conversation, right? I mean, I don't – like it's not like Georgia's like when Georgia gets on the stage, they dominate people. It's like, listen, man, Ohio State missed the field goal. Jamison Williams and John Mechie were hurt by the time they got to the title game against Alabama. And, you know, they, they, they barely like squeak out a double overtime game. And then they actually blow that national title game against Bama because Bama puts in its backup quarterback and goes on and, and wins that game. So like, I like the idea of like, but you're, wait, wait, you're putting asterisks on national titles though. They won it. No, you're it, acting like, but you're acting like, Georgia has, um, like, when Georgia gets on the big stage, they take care of business, and Ohio State has got on the big stage and, like, not well, taking care of business. No, I'm saying – one. Think- no, all I'm saying is Georgia's been to the playoffs only three times, but when they've gotten there, two of those times they have left with a national title. Ohio State has gotten there five times, and only one of those times they have left with a national title. And I'm that's telling you, I'm I saying. think that's, that's not- all, it's a, that argument is nothing. I think yeah. it's nothing. How is Here's it? the thing that I nothing. think is very difficult. Here's the thing that's difficult. And this is what I don't like, and now I'm about to get mad. The idea that getting there constantly and falling short is worse than getting there much less often is absolutely a miserable way to go through your life. And that's the problem. That like, oh, Ohio State keeps getting there and falling short. Yeah, they keep getting there. And then we dismiss every time they're there and don't get over the top. And somehow you give more credit to the teams that for 20 years couldn't approach that is absolutely insane to me. It is absolutely insane. And when Ari is having those conversations, he is an insane person. And he knows that. It is insane. And I bet since he had a kid, he probably changed his opinion too. It's absolutely insane. It is sports talk, mumbo jumbo, Skip Bayless crap. Because consistency and being there time after time, coach after coach, you're always there. The idea that that is a negative instead of a positive is just like, just stop watching sports to me. Just stop. Because there's one happy team every year. Just give up then. Because you're just setting yourself up to be complaining all the time. That it's better to not be there than to be close and not get over the top. That it's better is like, well, we don't get there that much. But when we do, we win it all. And all the other times where you're right there in the mix, like doesn't count. And not only doesn't count, is a mark against you. I can't live that way. And I don't want people to live that way. It's not fun. Only one team wins and everybody else is miserable. I can't. Why should Ohio State be there? And again, we keep dismissing whatever. 
They were in the wilderness for three decades, man. Nathan, it's like where we want to draw the line. Do we want to draw it two and 52, two right. and 21, well, whatever? You can't. And by the way, what's changed? College football has changed. You know what's changed? It's more Southern heavy. It's moved away from Ohio State. It's only right. gotten more difficult. Right. Right. So like it's more difficult now. So but the idea right. of like, well, it's two and 50 years and now it's even more difficult, but we're not going to apply that. Like, well, it's only been two and 50 years. So what does that mean? Well, it's even more difficult now than it was during a lot of that two and 50 years. So what does that mean? Now it means that they don't win one like every. 10 years. I like everybody's miserable. Why is that the case? I mean, you're also jumping between like. An expectation and miserable, and I don't know that that's fair either. But it the, the way that we've 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 splintered off time here has has really a big part of this conversation. Because like you said, well, two in fifty years, I'm like, well, hold on a second, it's it's five appearances and two championships in twenty one years. But then when I say like, well, it's been nine years, like maybe they it is reasonable for fans to be like antsy, and you're like, wait a second though, uh, five appearances in twenty years and two championships. It's like we're, we we we're using some of the same. Uh, uh, numbers uh, at, at different times. And, uh, but I also think that goes to another point that I was going to make, which as it relates to Georgia, which is if we go back to the, the big game conversation that we had about Ryan day a couple weeks ago. And um, I pointed out on there that if you go back, Ryan day's first four seasons as Ohio state's head coach are objectively and demonstrably better, more successful than Kirby smarts start at Georgia. Like Brian Day's done more with the start of his Ohio State career than J- Kirby Smart did with the start of his Georgia career. So that's another part of this that is evolving. Like you bring up the, the good point, Doug, that yes, it is more Southern heavy now, which I think further emphasizes why five championship game appearances and two championships is a is a success for Ohio State as a program that they broke through. They are trying to crash a party like there should be no mistake about that. There's, they are an outsider. As much as we want to talk about them being in that tier, I don't think people think that. I don't think people think that. Well, but the re, that's the reality. So, so you think so? It is a it's a cotillion. It's one of them. I uh, think Clemson crashed the party. Parties. I think Clemson. No, crashed Clemson's the a party southern for, program. For, so, so I think we're I mean, talking the, about geography. We're talking about we're talking about geographic realities here. There's been one program that wasn't literally in the Confederacy that's won a national championship in the last 20 years, and it's Ohio State. So you think they're more of a party crasher. Steven, you think they're at the party. They're, like, helping throw the party because they're Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. I understand they're in the North and all that, but the way that the program has been, especially since they've been the only consistently good program over this 25-year not- stretch, I-, I think they are a part – I think they're – a, I mean, they're a blue blood program for what college football is. They're a blue blood program. That's a, regardless of geography. They are a blue blood college football program. We're not, but, but listen, I don't think parties may be the right way to frame this. They are in the club. Picnic, picnic. They are in the nightclub. What do they bring to the pick? Oh, the club. They're in the nightclub, oh, is that, is it a, but they are not a country club or a nightclub. No, like a, a nightclub, country. like a nightclub. This is a where I'm going club. with this. It's like a nightclub, but they are not at the exclusive table getting bottle service. Like they are having it's, they're not the ones who I don't have that, that tier. The bottle service thing is very relatable. I've never gotten bottle service. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. That's the point. It's zero sum. It is is an incredibly exclusive thing. 
Do you uh, get bottle, can you get bottle service at a place in Columbus, Stephen, or is that like a big city thing? Yeah, no, probably. You can I'm literally sure. get bottles. You can literally get bottle service at any club if you have a section. That's you not really an exclusive thing. Three hundred dollars for a fifteen dollar bottle of vodka. I was, was. I think we paid like. It's indefensible. It's like an that. indefensible purchase. Yeah, it, 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 listen, yeah, it's a crazy purchase. We, you're de- you're definitely doing it for the flex. You're not doing it because it's like financially responsible. So you buy the bottle. And they bring the whole bottle to like your table, and then the you big guys, you're buying the table. Bring sparkler. The you're buying the experience. No, you've already the paid table. for the. No, no, you've already paid for the table. The alcohol is separate. You're you're paying for the experience uh, to look like you're better than everybody else. The exclusivity. But then you can just pour your drink yourself. You don't have to like go to the bar and get a, a shot every time, right? Yeah. Do you like pour the drinks like over your head and like spray it around and stuff? I mean, no, because I didn't win a championship, and I, I I think people who win championships should do that. Um, that's ooh, that's really what about people. There, what about people? Could you get have there every time? Service for people who are very much in the mix and are very close, <laughs> and this is our we yeah, lost they, in the semifinal bottle service celebration. Well, no, I, I mean those. No, you just get to stand no. outside the club. Or you get to be, no, 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 ooh, it's actually good. No, the people in the club got to the championship game. The people with the tables and the bottlesovers won the national championship. Because if you're in the club, you get to watch the other people celebrating. You just can't partake in it. Okay, this was better. This was, I, I, the club is, is good, Nathan. All right, so now that I know what bottle service is, <laughs> what was the club point you were going to make, Nathan? My point just being that they are, they are uh, uh, either – able to buy or uh, buy their way in or hot enough to get into the club, depending on whether you're like, whether you think Ohio state is male or female, I suppose. And, and they're in the club, but there is an exclusive tier that they don't exist in, in the same way they are trying to very, it's kind of like, I guess, I guess Steven has apparently done bottle service. I would imagine he doesn't do it often. Um, it's not a regular part of my life. No, Steven is the Ohio regular. state of going to nightclubs. Mm. You'll do it, mm. but it's much more occasional than people who yeah. are either, either wealthy or even more financially irresponsible and do it a lot. I like that. Cause it's probably going to be another 10 years before I do it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last break. Survey answers. <laughs> Why? Why is this? Is why? What is this? What is this? I don't know if I have. I don't. I don't what know if this has it? been a I good think... pod or a, a bad pod. But I do it, know it, that, it, like, I, I think it might thinking, be an entertaining I, pod, regardless. Yes. I, it back. It back. I love the question so much. What if we just scrap? Scrap it. Did we? Did anybody learn anything? Uh, no. It, are no. you? Is, hold on, hold on. Is, is the bottle service how it works? The only thing that got learned today. Yeah, no that okay. that should be. We should have like a thing where where Stephen teaches us how to go to to the club. Can you wear a plaid shirt from Coles to the club? Please don't wear a, a please do not wear a plaid shirt to a club. Yeah, that I, I probably can't go. Do they have free chips and salsa at the club or no? No, the food's like then I'm not on the club is really okay. expensive too. Do they have chicken tenders? Some of them do. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's go to that club. All right. Okay. We'll have a we'll have a Buckeye talk outing. <laughs> At a club with chicken tenders. Chicken tenders and a big old bottle of schnapps. You understand that they build the nightclubs so they don't have to go to Chili's. Yeah, like you're just describing Chili's. Chili's. You are. No, I know. 
Right. Doesn't, would that be a great club? <laughs> no. <laughs> chicken crispers, chicken crispers. Douche, douche. It wouldn't be. That's it wouldn't my be, kind of club. It wouldn't be club music. It would just be that baby back rib song playing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I just Lord. want chilies with the dance floor. I do love to dance. I would if like if we do they if I have a club. There's an '80s band in Columbus that I, that apparently is like they're not they're they're on their last summer. They're going to stop. They've been mm. doing it for like 30 years. So I'm like all jacked up. I got to go watch these guys play 80 songs one more time. Cause like, that's my kind of club. Cause sometimes I do have chicken tenders. All right. We'll wrap this up next on Buckeye talk. All right. So let's get to the nitty gritty of this. Is it disappointing that the Buckeyes haven't won a national title since 2014? Very true. I am very disappointed. True. I am disappointed. False. I am not disappointed. Very false. I am really not disappointed. They've been good. So it's like, you know, levels of how strong you feel about it. I will tell you, it is 92 to 8 that people are disappointed. Grouping the two disappointed together and the two not disappointed together. 92 to 8. And I guess, again, like, I I tried to find some levels within that, Nathan. I do think in the end, like, disappointed or not, isn't a bad way to do it. Disappointed got 54. Very disappointed got 38. So I guess we say, okay, only 38% of our tech subscribers are very disappointed that they haven't won a national title since 2014, but it's still 92 to 8 overall. Nathan, are you surprised by any of those results or no? I'm surprised. I thought it would be a a ratio more in favor of just disappointed, not very disappointed. I thought because just saying disappointed, there's a wide range, I think, of what that could mean. But very disappointed, it's very specific what that means to me in my head again i think this all comes back to when you're talking about the the fan response it comes back to your identity as an ohio state fan and what you think this program what 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 you are in addition to by by through through what this program does to some extent here's an example i was looking at recruiting rankings to see if like well is ohio state what what is the separation in the last five classes, 2023 through 2019, how many Big Ten teams besides Ohio State had a top five national class? None. It's zero. Zero. There are none. There are none. Okay. And if you include Ohio State, only 13 of the 50 classes in that five-year range of top tens. So 26%. So it's a three-to-one ratio against the Big Ten. And most of those years are, I mean, Ohio State is the one that's there every year except 2019. We talked about that before. Um, and you get a couple Penn State sprinkled in, a couple Oregon's, Notre Dame, Michigan. I, I may have said Big Ten before. I meant I meant North. Like there's zero top five classes from anyone in the North, even. So, it, part of your Ohio State identity is that that is how much you have separated. That you are a the you are not only the best Big Ten program, but that you are lapping the Big Ten, and you are. Um, existing at a higher plane. And that higher plane once in a while has to include winning the whole thing. So it gets down to a semantic argument, whether like, well, nine-year drought or 15-year drought. But like, I, to, to, if Ohio State never wins another national championship, then the identity of the fans and, and how they think about themselves, how they think about the program starts to change, right? Where that isn't true of 12, if not 13 of the other Big Ten programs so i guess it does go back to whether you think ohio state 
is winning national titles part of Ohio State's identity right now? Because you're saying if you don't win any national titles, then you're, it's not going to be part of your identity, and that's going to be a change. And it, is it part? Of, is it part of their identity now? And I would still say yes, even though. But it, but you have to include what I said before about Georgia, Alabama. Um, blowing the curve a little bit. It should be okay. Like you win one every 10 to 12 years. That should be something that doesn't feel like you're fourth in line between these other programs who are winning a couple. Do you think Steven that winning a national title is part of Ohio state's identity right now? I think this yeah. is fundamentally, this is the fundamental part of this. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know how many years between national championships can you go? Like if, if let's just say Ohio state won this year's national title. In 2023, they're going to win the national title. And we're having this conversation. How many years can they go between winning it this year and the next time they win it where you can say the answer to that question is yes? Is it five? Is it 10 years? Is it 15? Yeah. So it's like, and it's hard with Ohio State because they are constantly in the mix. While with like LSU, they just won a national title within the last five years. But I don't think we can sit here and say that that's their identity with where that program is right now. So like it's it's all the extra context within it. I I guess the answer is yes, but I'm not like the way I'm saying it. That's how I feel about it because you're in the mix, but you haven't actually done it in almost ten years. So it's like yes, I think. So this is this is again the difficult part for me. So because I did forget the LSU split title. So since O two, Bama's the only one. With multiple, multiple, multiple. LSU has three. And then nobody else has more than two in Ohio State, you know, from 2002 on. They're one of those teams that has two. So LSU in the past 21 years has more national titles than Ohio State. But yet they are not a program where a national title is part of their identity. So they've won more, but yet we're saying they don't have the same expectation. So they're not as sad when they don't win one and they get to be even happier when they do win one and they've won more than Ohio state. Like I want to be there. Why? And, and it's uh, because so, so Saban leaves and they get less miles and it gets a little less is there a long time. It gets a little hair at the end. They bring in coach. O. coach O's kind of all over the place. And now they do this and they go get Brian Kelly at Notre Dame to try to come fix that. But why would it be that Ohio State, it is a part of their identity, that national titles are that, but LSU isn't, when in this true modern era of college football, LSU has more? And somehow their failures in between somehow winds up being a positive for the psyche of the fan base? Like their lack of consistency lets them off the hook so then LSU fans get higher highs and they don't yeah. get the disappointment off good seasons it's, that Ohio State fans get. And if I'm an Ohio is, State fan, I'm telling myself, I'm going to go root for LSU, man. Which is but, why, like, you got mad earlier about, like, that idea. But it's like, which it is a which would you rather be? Would you rather be on the roller co- the emotional roller coaster? Where it's like, when it's good, you're holding up a trophy. But when it's bad, it's like, what is going on with this program? Or would you just like rather consistently be here all the time? And you're saying it's consistently good. So it's not like you're consistently bad. You're consistently good, but you ne- but you just not quite as often get to feel the ultimate high of what the sport is. What would you rather be, Stephen? 
<sighs> I think it's easy. E- uh, mm, that's that's no. It's, I don't know. I don't. I think the easier place is the roller coaster because, like, I feel like when you live where Ohio State lives, it's a lot more stressful as a fan. Because you I never mean, get, you never really get to talk a year up to. Oh, we just suck. Let's just move on the next year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I the the actual success that Ohio State, be, the actual success that Ohio State and LSU have had in this time is essentially the same. Like, I mean, it's 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 not like LSU has had more, right. but had to deal with. I know you're saying one more championship, but you're stretching the timeline a little bit to do that. So it's like that one more championship. Does that offset some of the like the dumpster fire under Coach O and some of the other things? The the other thing that that complicates this though is I know I keep coming back to like the North and the Big Ten, but that's a factor here because LSU, when it doesn't win a national championship, still gets to say, well, but we are still a part of the SEC. They can still say, yeah, but you're not factoring in the years where we were like tremendous. We just couldn't beat that really great Alabama team and get even get out of our backyard to get to the national championship game. You know what I mean? I think that's a little bit of a factor here. The fact that Ohio State really, in so many years, has no national championship contenders in front of them on its path to, to getting into that conversation. So since 2002, Ohio State has three seasons with three losses or more. LSU has mm-hmm. 14. It's not that LSU is terrible, but like just that's a lot of years where you're just not. It's not. Yeah. you're not going to win a national title. Like you're just I, mm-hmm. not as much right in the mix. That's why I said. I think the easy answer is you'd rather, less you'd rather be Ohio State. That, I don't. I, I, I think you'd rather be Ohio State to be able to like. I don't know. Like, less when's the stress, last time Ohio State get. fans came and to make to, listen to make another bad we're talking, to make another bad analogy? I once had. Um, when I lived in Chicago and lived and worked with uh, a bunch of uh, Cubs fans, uh, a friend of mine who was a Cubs fan once said to me something about like, I, I would never want to be one of these teams that like gets in the playoff and, and loses. Like that's gotta be terrible. Like, and I'm like, what are you even talking about? This is back when the Cubs, but long before the Cubs won a championship and when they were still pretty consistently a, a bad team. And I like, that makes no sense to, to, to echo what Doug was saying before. That's it's lunacy. Like the, the Ohio State situation, no question is better than the LSU situation. No question. Every year, living in a world where we have to, where you have people like us asking if your team is good enough, is 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 good, but does it beat Bama? Does it beat Georgia? But I think that's fun. I think that's fun. That's ultimately what matter. we're doing here you too. Always matter. You always matter. And at the end of the day, that's what yeah, this conversation that's is. Good. That's what I want. Well, well, to me, but this conversation no, is this not. Is the, yeah, this is the, this, this conversation this is, is not bad. Title, how should they look at it? Because I'll tell yeah. you, this is what I think is right. This is how I want to be as a fan. If I'm rooting for a team that has high standards, I want my team to be in the mix all the time. I want the full breadth of the season to be important. I want to be in national discussions. I want other people to think about my team. I want my team to have relevance. I don't want my team to be mockable of like, oh my God, you guys stink. I want my team to be competitive and to to matter almost all the time. Maybe there's a blip every now and then, but almost all the time. And I think that's what Ohio State fans get. I think that's the best thing your team can give you. Because to ask for more, you're asking for Bama. Well, I want to win multiple titles all the time. I want to be good all the time. And then when it, the 
ultimate happens and you get over the top, I still want to be able to celebrate that as a wonderful, exciting accomplishment and not as much like, well, about time. And I don't want to be wrecked when they're really, really good and they don't win at all. And so that's where I think Ohio State fans should be. And I think when you think about it as two national titles in half a century, I'm wondering why you wouldn't be there. Because why would your standard be higher than that? Why would your standard be like, oh, like I'm – I'm disappointed. Like we have most of the people saying disappointed. I think there should be more enjoyment generally as a Northern team, even with all the things they have. I think there should be a standard is constantly in the mix, but let the national titles be wonderful, not unexpected, but peaks that your joy over winning it should vastly, vastly, vastly outweigh all the times you were upset that you didn't win it because I'll, the times you didn't win it, you were right there and had a great three or four months of football in the pursuit of it. So I, I would and ask that's you that- what I think. That's what I think Ohio State is. I think that's what Ohio State is. Whether we're doing 50 years or 20 years, I do think that's what they are. And I do think if there's a view of like, no, they're more than that. No, 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 no. This is a national championship program. I would say, what is your what is your factual basis for that? Compete? Yeah, there's factual basis for that. The factual basis of, no, this is a national championship program. The standard is higher than I want to be in the mix all the time. I, 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 don't know what, I don't know what you're pointing to other than Woody won a bunch in the 60s. So to get to, to get to the, 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 the basis of this entire podcast, the national championship identity, is mattering and national championship identity the same? Is that synonymous to you? No, it's not because it's not – the it's the difference of – are you, if you don't win the national championship, how do you feel? Are you, does it, do you feel more sad about it? Or do you feel more excited that you had a, a, a season full of wins, full of mattering, and you thought maybe they could win it all and they didn't, but how did in the end, what do you feel more of disappointment that you didn't get there or excitement that you were in the mix the whole way? Just, so I don't think it's the same thing. But Nathan, you're, 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 you're shaking your head. I'm apoplectic. <laughs> the, the, the two in 50 years is such a, useless time frame to keep throwing out there. I, I don't know why you keep doing it. It, but this program because, changed because there are listeners of ours who grew up with that. Yes. And you know what they will tell it's you not that this program changed when Jim Trestle and urban Meyer came here and that the time under urban Meyer was a lot more enjoyable than the time under um, John Cooper. And that the absence that once you experience that level, then when there's the absence of a championship, I think that trying to achieve that again, knowing that it's possible and striving for it and trying to achieve it again, when you keep coming up short of that after a long period of time, I and long is a relative term. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that it's, it's fair to hold Ohio State to a different standard in the second half of these 25 years than they were held to in the first 25 years. Jim Trestle and Urban Meyer came here, won championships, got to other championship games. Urban Ryan Day has more or less continued that level of performance. It's a different program than it was in those first 29 years. Like it's the, the 50 year thing that I, it doesn't mean anything like Woody Hayes's national championships don't matter in this conversation. We're talking about the expectations of Ohio state right now. And I think right now the expectation is somewhere between what Alabama and Clemson and all those other people do. And the programs in the big 10 that cannot win a national championship. I think 
I mean, there's a lot of what happened under Woody that matters to Ohio State right now, right? I mean, it's the foundation. It's the foundation, but not in terms of this conversation. The reason that I bring it up is because if you are 50 or 60 years old, or if your parents have followed Ohio State, it's not like they grew up winning national championships constantly, right? That like there, there's a there's a generational thing here of like, what are you used to? What's the standard that was built into you when you first became an Ohio State fan? And there are a lot of people that the standard built into them was not national title or bust. It was not, if they don't win the national title, I'm upset because you haven't really won one since 68. So you had to find a way. Now, of course, when you feel like you have the talent under Cooper, but again, the Cooper thing, the main thing of the John Cooper era is not that they didn't win national titles, is that they were 2-10-1 against Michigan, right? So this is, again, like what matters more to you, which is why I was surprised a little bit that, again, our audience and the people who answer the text maybe is not representative of all Ohio State fans, but we do hear from people sometimes who are just like, it's about beating Michigan, man. I Like, I don't. All this other Clemson Bama stuff, when you guys talk about it, I, I don't know why you talk about that. It's about beating Michigan. That's a foundational thing. But that, that when we ask people like, hey, I don't think about national titles. I think about wins in Big Ten titles in Michigan. We got two and four percent, which is why I was surprised by that. But the people who answered like, no, it's about national titles for a lot of ways. And I'm just I'm just saying, because I guess I would say even in the modern era. So if if you get apoplectic when I bring up the 30 years before 02, even in the modern era. They've won as many as anybody but Alabama and the three for LSU. There's not all that many programs that have won more than – have won even two. I mean, it's Georgia, Clemson, Florida, Ohio State. And so if Ohio State goes another 10 years without winning a national title, I, I don't know that people should freak out. I don't know that that should be – make people sick to their stomachs because man, we're Ohio state. We win national titles here. I, I don't know that that's true. You think another 10 beyond the eight that we've already gone since the last one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. This is say if, if they, if they did not win a national title the next 10 years, but they continued to be what they've been since 14, which is right there, right in the mix. They have a goofy thing. Now the 12 team playoff, the Iowa Purdue losses aren't going to keep you out of the playoff in the way they would before. So then it would be more about, man, we were there and you lost to Georgia in a quarterfinal. We were there and man, somebody brought an A game and you thought they they were favored to beat Washington, but Michael Penix threw for 400 yards. Hey, you lost to Bama. Hey, you lost to Clemson. Hey, Lincoln Riley's got it going at USC. Maybe another dynasty. Maybe Georgia wins five out of the next 10. So there's only five available for everybody else. Now, Lincoln Riley's gotten a couple. Maybe Texas rises up and gets one. Michigan's good now. Ohio State's constantly there. But Ohio State doesn't get one in the next 10 years. And the next 10 titles are five for Georgia, two for Bama, one for USC, one for Michigan, and one for Texas. And if that happened, but along the way, Ohio State is constantly in the 12-team playoff, is constantly playing at a high level, would Ohio State fans be disastrously upset and disappointed or should they be like man we're close we're so competitive i love these ohio state football seasons of course i want us to win national championships but i'm not that's not the first when you think about ohio state football in that 10-year cycle the first thing that comes up is not we didn't win any first thing that comes up is man we're good like would that you would you guys think in that world the next 10 years, that's the title breakdown. It would be more that Ohio State is, is 
falling short, is failing. Fans are very disappointed. It's a huge topic of conversation. Here we are. I can't believe it's it's 2034 and they haven't won a national title in the last 20 years. And that would be a real problem. If, Nathan. if Michigan wins a national championship before Ohio State wins another one in any time frame, yes, there's going to be a lot of angst in this fan base. The, the, the perspective has changed. The perspective has changed. Just BCS changed the perspective, and then the playoff changed the perspective again, and the 12 team is going to change it again, I suppose. But this is it, it, it's just a different reality, and Ohio State excels in this sport in a different way than it did in those previous decades that you were talking about since the Woody Championships, that wasteland 30 years that, that we're talking about. Like this, it's, it's, it's pulled away to something different. And the expectation, I, it's, I think it's fair for fans to expect you to consistently be doing everything within your control to be at the table and that occasionally you have to get it done. And I think, I guess we're quibbling on what occasionally is, but I just, I think that 10 to 12 year period is a perfectly reasonable expectation. And I would think that Ryan Day would probably say the same thing. Yeah, I don't think they can go 10 years without winning a national title. Another 10 from what they already are right now. Because at some point it's like the disappointment's going to be there because it's like we're recruiting like this. We're here every year. At some point, you got to have something to show for it. I don't think they can go. What is it now? Eight? It's been eight years. I'm I'm I suck at math. Eight years. So you're yeah. adding another ten years on eighteen years. I don't no. Not any. Not again. You can't go plus fifteen years without winning a national title. I mean, they can. I just think that people are going to no, no, have no, no, a no. different perspective no, 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 no. on I mean, that yeah, happening. They, they, yeah, like they, like they physically, physically can't can. have that happen. I don't think it'll I don't that's not an acceptable thing from a fan for a fan base. I don't believe. You think if that happened, Ohio State fans would be more unhappy than happy. Like generally speaking. It's like, hey, how if do fans we feel? It's like, oh, here we go. For the sake of throwing out a year, see we get to like twenty twenty seven and Ohio State still hasn't done it. I won't be shocked if like parts of the fan base start to go, What are we doing here? Like why what's why is this not happening? Do you think, Doug, that Nebraska fans have been happy? I know they're happy people. See, but this is now you're going off in a completely that is not at all the conversation. It could not be farther from the conversation. If Nebraska fans were doing what Ohio State is doing, they'd be yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. But that's my point. And and and, and to it's a wrong question to ask about Nebraska fans today. But it would have been an interesting question to ask about them ten years ago. When it had been, they were at one time the dominant team, like three championships in four years, like a, the dominant team in the sport and feeling themselves slide off to something less. And at the time, they think, were still pretty good. But it is, it's, a, it's a tier below what Ohio State's like doing. Early, yeah. it's, not a perf- it's not a perfect analogy, yeah. but all I'm saying is... Yeah, the... But all I'm saying is that I think that you would experience... I think fans would be dissatisfied. Eight, eight, and fans is a tough, like not every fan, but a, a, a considerable portion of the fan base would be dissatisfied. Yes. But while saying that and why I think that, I don't know if that would be fair or not. Because you just brought in the Nebraska, but even that's like not the same thing. We've never seen this before, at least not in my lifetime, a team that's just like always an A, at worst, a B plus team. 
on a year to year basis. Exactly. Like, we've, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the, the right People answer is like, it. <laughs> people will be excited. But that's their team. But it's, I know. I, so it's like, I don't know which one is right. I don't know if you'd rather 18... be LSU. You'd rather be LSU. You're like, Hey, 14 years with four more losses, three more losses, but at least we're not Ohio state. They're just such an outlier that it's like all logic that as a fan, you maybe apply to certain things doesn't apply here. So like what, what, what if to your point that so you're, they should be happy. They should be very happy with what happened over the last 25 years. I agree. What should Ohio State fans be mad about at that point? It's uh, the same scenario. It's 2027. It still hasn't happened yet, but we're still talking. It's still the same Ohio State program. What should Ohio State fans be be upset about? Nothing. I think you should say to yourself, man, I love rooting for a team that's this good. We always matter. We're always in the mix. Yeah, my buddies give me a hard time because we lost in the quarterfinal in the playoff last year. But when you look at it over the course of my lifetime as a fan, all the games we've won, all the huge games we've been part of, win or lose, it's it's just great to be involved with that. And of, of course, of course, I always want to win a national championship. But I'm never, I'm not going to have it ever get to the case where that if they don't win a national championship, then to me, I'm more upset than happy about that season. If it's still a good season and you were in the mix, because in a sport where geography matters so much. I just don't want to apply that standard, especially in a world where we haven't really been at that place since the 60s, where national titles are a regular part of our life. They haven't been there since since the 60s. They've cropped up more like bonuses. They really have. And so I'm going to take it as that. I'm going to take a national championship as a wondrous, joyous bonus, and I'm going to appreciate all the fun and the victories along the way. And I'm really going to try hard to not look at this and say, oh man, I can't believe. Because probably what you shouldn't believe is that they're that consistent. So let's finish up the survey. This is this is like the survey question looking ahead, which sets up disappointment. Will Ohio State win a national title in the next five years? Strong yes, yes. No, strong no. 95 to five, yes. Yes is 68, strong yes is 28, Nathan. Like, I think, is there a way for people to be 95-5? Are they going to win one in the next five years? I love the hope, right? Great. Hope, expectation. Yes, it's possible. And then yet not be devastatingly disappointed if five years from now the answer is no. Because if we would have asked this question after the 2014 season, I think it would have been 95-5. to Yes, they are going to win another one sure. in the next five years, and they haven't. So what do you think of the 95 to 5 yes, and then what does it tell us? Well, but I think some of this is just sort of playing the numbers a little bit, and it, it goes to things that both all three of us have been arguing in favor of a little bit, that if you're going to be there every year, and we know they're going to be there every year in the 12 team, and they're, they are there at least in the conversation every year in the four team, then your breakthrough will come. So I think it's it's about being consistent at all of those contributing factors and just taking advantage when the opportunity strikes. And But again, there are things that are out of your control. And um, you run into a super team, it's out of your control. You have injuries, 
that's out of your control. The COVID thing out of their control. And that's even different than injuries because those guys probably could have played if they if they had been allowed to. So like there are things that, that, that can trip you up that are out of your control. That's why I think it's just a matter of the expectation you should hold your team to is are you doing the maximum you can to get to, to have that opportunity? Your breakthrough will come unless it doesn't, which is like I think part of Doug's point is it's like you're just there every year. Maybe you win it, maybe you don't. Right. I, but I, yeah, I'm not saying I'd be among the 95%. I'm just saying that explains the number that you think. Mm-hmm. That's why you would pick one in the next five years because you think oh, we're, t- we're, we're taking a swing every year. Like the ball's on the team. We're taking a swing. It's one of these days we're going to hit it. Like you know that Ohio State keeps consistently stacking good recruiting classes. You know that Ohio State – uh, by and large, has a good coaching staff, even though they've made some mistakes here and there. You know that among hugely important positions like quarterback, they keep recruiting the very best in the country. Like, there's a lot of factors that would lead you to believe, take the name Ohio State off of it. Will this program that does those things win a national championship in the next five years? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to ask a question that I shouldn't ask. Because if you speak it into existence, you're just messing with karma. But this has been a very emotional podcast, and I'm wrung out, and I'm saying something I probably shouldn't say. Does Ohio State need a cleansing? Could it somehow be good for the fan base if they went through a rich rod? And it was like, oh, remember those five years when Ohio State was under 500, three of those five years? And was not in the mix at all for anything. And then you fixed it, you got it sorted out, and now you're back. Because part of it is, is part of it is like who you are, and part of it is how people view who you are. And I think one of the more miraculous things about Ohio State, and we've written about this over the years many times, is that they're as consistent as any team in North American sports. They've avoided a sustained dip as well as any team professional or college in the hemisphere. And if the end result of that is you're disappointed when you don't win national titles, I don't know, Steven, Hey, Oh, let's throw in a couple three and nines. And then maybe you appreciate all the times that you go 11 and one, but fall a little short a little bit more. And I, I and I'm not like wishing that on anybody, but I wonder if there are fans listening to this saying like, you know what? I almost can feel myself. That might be good for me because maybe I take a little bit of the constant success for granted that I never would want it. But then if I lived through it and I came out the other side, right? You just have a greater appreciation for what you have. I don't know. I'm I'm not wishing it into existence. I I don't think it's going to happen. But as everybody always says, you're one bad hire away. I don't think it's going to happen. But we also have to acknowledge that for most other teams and most other sports, at some point, it does happen. Would it change the view, Stephen? Yeah, because it's like, I don't think you understand how bad it can actually get. Like, this is, you, know, it, you do it, like, since we're talking about like, geographical stuff, it's like if a person from Florida, it's like if you go to Florida and you see people walking around in jackets and it's like, 65 degrees outside we're from ohio so you're like it's nice outside why do you have a jacket on and then they come up here it's like oh this is what real cold weather is like yeah i I think i think sometimes being humbled like that 
can do you some good. No. Because then you know what you never want to see again. Nathan Nathan clearly does not want to be associated with this in any way. He was a vigorous head shake no. Says the the man who covered Purdue (laughs) and has actually been down that road before. (laughs) Well... Not really, because Purdue football is is, is was not a thing, um, and and still kind of isn't, it, it, in, at least in the realm that we're talking about. But like, no, they don't need a rich rod for a number of reasons. Number one, again, it goes back to some the identity of the fan base. Part of your identity as an Ohio State fan, and part of the identity of the Ohio State football program is what you just said, Doug. That there is no dip. That this there is no crater. This thing doesn't ever bottom out. It, it can maintains a high level that even these other teams that win championships uh, more regularly. And as you've astutely pointed out, there aren't that many. They don't do even that. Like this is a different level of achievement. But number two, I know you could argue the end of the Trestle era, a little bit of the dip. And you get a six and seven year in there. And you, even though you're still going to a bowl game there, it it's, doesn't, it's it doesn't not three really and nine. Count. It's like, it's not three well, and nine. Not that, it's, it's just like, seven doesn't count. It's, it's, it's not even that. It's just the fact of like, it happened because of like off the field stuff. And then you immediately bounce my point. back within six months because you get Urban Meyer. But this is my point that you already had a, a dip. You were kind of a national embarrassment to some extent by the, the things that were going on in the program that led to that. Everybody has to watch you take that stumble, but then you get Urban Meyer and that is what changes again. That's the conversation we're having right now. That's what changes the standard. He wins a national championship two years in, and now that's part of why Ohio State, on top of the one that Trestle won, that's why the Ohio State fan base has the expectations it does. So I, I don't know that the logic even really applies because at, again, in Michigan too, after Rich Rod, how long did it take them to build just to get back to the level where they could beat Ohio State and then? look like they really don't belong with the best teams in the country in the playoff. Like that, that was still a long climb just to get back to that standard. Yeah. But I don't think anybody at Michigan, like I do, I think Michigan and Ohio state, like from a program standpoint, like how good you think their teams are going to be this year are very close. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, and again, of course, well, Michigan's won the last two, but like, again, I, I don't know that Michigan's caught up in, JJ McCarthy threw two pick sixes against TCU and and that like, oh man, I can't mm-hmm. believe or or that they got their doors blown off by the semifinal by Georgia the year before. I think it's more like, man, what a great year for Michigan football. Like, why is that? Well, it's because they sucked for a long time. So it's kind of the same end result for a program. What's that? I don't think it's worth it. I don't think that like artificial lifting of the joy that you feel from the same season is worth uh, not winning in those other years. Okay. Just trying to get people to be happy, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to get people to enjoy their incredibly successful football team. This is how often should they win a title? Ohio State claims eight national titles. That's eight in the last 81 seasons, about one every 10 years. It's two in the last 52 years or one every 26 years. There's also two in the last 21 years or about one every 10 years again. So how often should Ohio State win a national title now and in the future? This is the standard that we are applying to the program right now. Once every five, once every 10, once every 15, once every 20, once every 25, or I do not count, track, or expect national titles. 50% once every 10 years. 44% once every five years. 4% I do not track. 2% once every 15 years. Literally not a single vote for once every 20 or once every 25. We'll let this be our wrap up. Steven, 
what would your number, what would you have voted in that? One every 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, where I don't count them. And then how would you express the your answer in the end to what the initial question was? How should Buckeye fans manage national championship expectations? So what's your vote and what's your advice? I think they're one and the same. I would have said one in every 10 years. And I think a lot of that is probably age. Like that's what my experience has been since I've been cognizant of what sports are doing is that every 10 years, Ohio State wins a national title. I think the expectation when it comes to national championships is every year you get to the end of the season and feel like you were in a position to actually do it. Whether you do it or not, you felt like you did, your team did everything they could to maximize its chances of doing so. And then every so often, it works. It actually gets you a trophy. But every year you get to when, you know, Ryan Day or who head coach X, regardless, is wrapping up the season, you look at your team and felt like that team did everything it needed to do to try to win a national championship, whether it happened or not. Whether And that's, that's on-the-field product, and that's everything that led up to the on-the-field product. So off-season workouts, the putting the team together, all of it. The coaching, all of it together. I don't want to feel like I can point to something and go, that didn't feel like the it was maximized the way it should have been. Nathan, what would you have voted, and what would your advice be? Um, so, yeah, I'm somewhere between like 10 and 15, I guess. So if I had to vote for one, I guess I'd probably vote 10. It's just, I think championships should have long tails at Ohio state, really at every place. Again, Alabama wrecking the curve, but at Ohio state, a tail, the championship should have a long tail. And I think what you going back through history and I wasn't there obviously, but I can imagine a, a scenario, those 30 years that we were talking about where Woody Hayes won all these championships and that was where your blue blood identity was built. And now, are you one of the best programs in the country or are you kind of coasting on that reputation? And then when Trestle and Meyer get here and Day has extended it, you're winning championships, you're going to championship games, that puts you back in that conversation of truly being one of those programs. Because it is, as you pointed out, so few that actually do end up winning a championship. So uh, I, I think that we're, you're still in kind of the long tail of 2014. But now that you've had a coaching change and you haven't won that next one, I just, I, I think it's, it's not unhealthy for Ohio state fans to be wondering when is the next one? And more to the point, are we doing all the things that get us that next one? Okay. Before I give my answer, I will say I was the last two Ohio state national titles weren't sort of like sure thing dominate. Yeah every step of the way there's no doubt this is the best team in the country from the jump right it's it's not like LSU in 19 it's not like Bama in 20 right even sort of but I mean the way Georgia has looked I mean 2014 they have the albatross around their neck they have to beat Wisconsin 59 nothing and probably if two people in a room had voted different they wouldn't have even had the chance so once they got on the field with Alabama, they were awesome, right, against a good Alabama team. But there was not absolute certainty about that. So there certainly is – I don't know if luck's the right word. I don't know if just a little – they got a little fortunate with how things worked out. But there's certainly a world where the circumstances – not that 
they would have lost to Alabama or Oregon if you played it again. But like they just don't get in. A couple more people vote for Baylor TCU and you don't get in. Oh, two, they complete a fourth down bomb against Purdue. If a guy gets a fingertip on the ball, if it, Michael Jenkins drops it, whatever, right? I mean, it's – and then if the guy – Terry Porter doesn't throw his, throw his flag, they don't win in 0-2. And that's like a miracle – that's like a, an unbelievable upset that they win there. So the two that they do have in the last half century are far from assured. And then you could look at the ones and say, well, I don't know, 6 certainly seemed assured. And then they went and Ted Ginn Jr. got hurt and they laid an egg in the national title game. But – we could be in a world where they don't have a national title since 1970. Now, I guess the point is, if you're close enough, enough times, you eventually get over the top, right? And they've been good enough since 1970 that if they were O for 52, would be like, wow, they have really been very good to not have a national title since 1970. That would, that would probably feel a little weird but i do think we have to acknowledge there are times like 68 they just kind of rolled through people right they kind of just kicked everybody's butt in 1968 and i don't know how often the national champ if you looked at it is that kind of national champ where it's like well they're the best team we knew it in september and they were all year and they won it but that's not what ohio state's been in the years they've won it they haven't been that since 68 so it could be quote worse than it is. If you think they should have more, they could have done. They really could. Right, Nathan? Like, is this is not, I'm just trying to, we know this, but they don't, like, 19 LSU, right? Two is hurt, and that helps them, but there's just a lot there that's sort of like, I don't, I think this is it. Like, I don't think anybody's getting in their way. There have been a couple Bama teams like that. I think you could even, you know, Florida, maybe in 08. I know they had the regular season loss, but you know what I mean, Nathan? Like that, that they have been a little fortunate even with the two they got. Yeah, but again, I think that's why you have to have the standard should be are they doing enough every year to put themselves in that position? And because the more shots that you take at it, the more likely you are to eventually hit one, right? So it, 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 to some extent, yeah. now this is where the this is where all the emotion of the past ninety minutes is a lot of semantics along that line, right? Like, yes, I mean, by unquestionably, they are getting there a lot. Now, as far as the again, the zero sum, only one winner attainable thing, are they doing enough to do that? And that could be two different questions. And I think it's okay to be satisfied with one, largely, but also still holding them to that other standard. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a, it's like, you're not dis, you're happy with what the season is. It's just, you know, you're allowed to have a little bit of disappointment if you don't win a national title, but it shouldn't be the thing that weighs heaviest at the end of every year if you don't do it. So I think I would vote, I don't know what I would vote. I might vote one in 20. Because I, and I do think my advice in the end is hold Ohio State to a high standard expect them to be competitive every year or almost every year with their recruiting, with their coaching hires, with the way they adapt to the changing scenes in college football, NIL, transfer portal, expect them to be at the forefront, have that expectation. And maybe this is parenting style, set high standards, but if you don't reach it, don't ground them, right? Don't punish them. 
Just like set the maybe that's terrible parenting. Listen, kids, if you don't bring this report card home and then they bring home a bunch of C's, it's like that's fine. So like maybe that's what I mean. But I my my advice I think is have high standards, but somehow allow your appreciation for the consistency to greatly outweigh the disappointment of not getting over the top and really treat national titles more as wondrous dropped from the heaven moments of ecstasy rather than, Hey, we're Ohio state. This is what we should be doing. Because again, figure out where you want to draw the line, but you know, I just think even two and 21 years is pretty good. And if it's, if you're in a little bit of a lull here, I think you can be a happy Ohio State football fan. I think you could be a happy, satisfied Ohio State football fan without national titles. I think you can in a sport where unlike pro sports, although I guess it matters in the NBA, if people want to play in South Beach, just like geography matters. Geography matters in a way that you there's a, there's a fundamental thing here that you can't change. And so with that reality, understanding that there's very likely going to be a Southern team that's going to be a problem. And you can't move Columbus. Maybe don't drive yourself nuts and don't don't think that Ohio State is sort of a national title or bust kind of program when I, I just don't know that they are. So I think it does come down to right the, the specificity of are you angry about an individual season where you thought everything was lining up and it didn't happen versus, hey, man, I thought, come on, what are we talking about? I thought we'd have one by now. Those are different emotions for sure. And everybody wants to win, but I just don't want Ohio State fans to have higher standards for their program than what history, either recent or a longer view of history, would actually indicate that those standards are. I think if can, so, I, can I push back on one thing that because I agree with you, but I think they need to make sure that the problem is the Southern team. And that's not always true. See, but listen, but like they're not ever allowed to like they're not ever allowed to lose to good Michigan. Like, what does that mean? Like they lost to Michigan two years in a row. Michigan's one of the five best programs in the country right now. And like that's it. It's or that acceptable. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll add that to the list well, of things. And Michigan's uh, yeah, gonna be good. good lo- losing to good Michigan or the problem Southern team, that's that's yeah, that's fine. So then if we allow that caveat, then it's like, okay, well that's like uh, you know, the last four years, it's what it is. And then the things that tripped them up in 18 and 17 in a 12 team playoff, they'd be in. And also sometimes like everybody loses sometimes the games that you don't expect. Like that's just part of sports. Did you guys watch Ted Lasso last third season of Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. No, um, I've, I've had to like cut some streaming services and Apple TV didn't make the cut. Ted Lasso, man. God, you don't like Ted Lasso. That's see- no, I hate Ted Lasso. See, and that actually, That's I probably brand. should. See, this is a thing. That's that Like brand. Ted Lasso was like, eh, it doesn't matter if we win or win games or not. We just want all the players to be friends. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Well, like, by the way, you're professionals and you're getting paid. And what about the fans? So actually, I just as a reminder, if people think like uh, Doug Standards for Ohio State, he's getting soft. He doesn't even think they should win national championships. I don't like Ted Lasso. I don't like the Mamby Pamby. That's uh, that's all get in a circle and uh, you know, burn my childhood scrapbook to unite each other in brotherhood of the losing soccer team. Whatever, bro. It's a very scene. specific thing about that show for someone who doesn't like boo, the show. boo. I mean, I watched it all. My wife loves it. Boo. Mm. So, I don't know. 
Did you what you what did you think of the third season, Nathan? Yeah, uh, I thought they just tried to do too much with the third season. I thought it was busy, and I thought it kind of kept. I felt like every episode there was a lot of things that happened between episodes that they just didn't show us because there was just too much that they were trying to cram in. Um, and I also like rolled my eyes at a lot of the same stuff that you're talking about. It wasn't. I thought the first season was okay, and I don't think it held up after that. I mean, how annoying are things that try to cram in too much and are overly long for no reason? I mean, God, how would people even? No, that's that's the point. If they had taken all this time with every episode, then they would have fleshed things out more. If we were limited, we would be trying to cram too much into a short amount of time. We just don't have a time limit. I don't know if we are on that after this break. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we always flesh everything out. I mean, this this episode alone took us to the club. Now we're talking about Ted Lasso, Chili's. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, we have two. No, it's like, it's like we're an HBO show that has two hour episodes, and within the two hour episodes, there's probably another forty five minute episode. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's a Ted Ted Lasso was a sitcom that was dropping like hour and ten minute episodes at the end. It was like, okay, it's probably a little bit much of this. All right. Uh, I don't know what that was. That just happens here sometimes. I don't know that we answered anything. Maybe within like a a, a hundred minute discussion, you found 30 seconds that you thought was relatable. We'll get back to some more football. We have a market down Monday. That's football. That's stats driven. That's what that's hard predictions. It's not feelings. Market down Monday regarding Marvin Harrison Jr. is up next. But for now, for Nathan Baird and Stephen Means. I'm Doug Lamaris, and that was Buckeye Talk.